human beings are impressionable by nature. And this can be even more true for teenagers. Sometimes this can be a good thing. It can help us to learn new things and chase our passions. Other times, it can land us in a lot of trouble. It might influence us to be unnecessarily combative. Or it might even turn us into criminals ourselves. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the life and murder of Belle Starr, a young woman who saw some outlaws firsthand back in 1864 and decided that a life of crime was the one for her, a decision that ultimately led her to her death. I want to say in advance that since I was a little girl, I have had absolutely no love for the Old West. Maybe it's all the dirt, the crappy clothes, maybe it's the strong racist overtones. Maybe it's the fact that saloons only seem to know one song in movies and everyone is drunk in a depressing, my horse is my only real friend kind of way. Whatever it is, I have never romanticized the idea of cowboys and Wild West outlaws outside of Holes, Westworld, and the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, How the West Was Fun, which I'm pretty sure we can all agree, these really just don't count. And I've now realized what an oversight this might be for the show because... The Old West was full of terrible and violent crimes, and a lot of it happened out in nature. So I've decided to suck it up and tell you the story of a young woman named Myra Maybell Shirley, who would eventually be known to the world as Belle Star. Myra Maybell Shirley was a Texas teenager in 1864 when her life changed forever. It was during this time that famed outlaw Jesse James, a man who robbed banks and trains and murdered a ton of people with his gang of outlaws, moved in with her. And it was while he stayed with her family that I believe Myra Maybell first developed her love for men who had a questionable relationship with the law and the well-being of other people. She was 16 years old. After that, she began her claim to fame, which was marrying outlaws and committing crimes. Her namesake would come from her marriage to Sam Starr, an outlaw in his own right who was known for bootlegging, getting into violent gunfights, and stealing horses, which was a federal crime. Possibly still is, I honestly didn't look it up. Belle joined him in a life of crime rather than sitting in the house being pretty, which I think was a pretty bold move for her. This was the 1800s. Belle was raised to be a lady. She was supposed to be off popping out children and maintaining a pristine home. Instead, she was terrorizing people with weapons and stealing their stuff. 
sneaking on the property, running people down, just general crime on horseback from what I can tell. At some point, she and her husband were charged for stealing horses. Multiple times. She spent some time in jail, and she went through a long legal battle the second time, but being fairly familiar with the legal process by this point, it sounds like she talked her way out and was acquitted for her crimes. Unfortunately, while she was talking her way out of jail, her husband was shot to death by police. People had a lot to say about Bellstar, and it sounds like she was trending back in ye old Western times from what I can tell. The New York Times referred to her as the most desperate woman that ever figured on the borders. So if you want a reference for how old that publication is, there you go. But she was a household name. People described her as sex-crazed and immoral. I was personally fond of the not-at-all-insulting a consort of horse and cattle thieves. But others were amazed by her. They called her a female Robin Hood and celebrated her for robbing the rich and helping the poor. Someone, and I'm sure they meant this as an insult, but they failed, referred to her as a cunning she-devil. And rest assured that she was a criminal. Or at least that's what people said. Though the stories about Belle go far and wide, there aren't actually any court records to prove that she committed any of these crimes. A part of me hopes that she was just like an Old West Instagram baddie making up her whole life story, but I don't think that's the case here. I'm pretty sure she did commit a lot of crimes, but she did eventually settle down just a little bit. She stayed on the Native American territory where she was raising her family. Because, criminal or not, she also had children and was raising a family of her own. And people began speculating that she had relationships with other outlaws after Sam Starr passed away. She actually ended up marrying his cousin, Jim Starr. Some say it was to be allowed to stay living in the territory, but I have to wonder if she just didn't want to mess up her very fancy and branded name. I guess we'll never know. Rumors swirled that she transitioned from an active life of crime to something a little more passive. She got sick of spending time getting arrested and decided to do her part to support the community of outlaws that she loved so much, turning her property into a safe haven for outlaws that were passing through, just like her family did when she first developed her crush on outlaws back when she was 16. For a while, things were as normal as they could be, and she lived a famed life surrounded by stories about her crimes and the powerful men that she enticed. And that was the case until 1889. Now, I've watched, listened to, and researched enough true crime to know that some people are just very good at attracting trouble. And throughout her lifetime, it seems like Belle Starr was always running into trouble at full speed. In 
while she was normally quite good at finding it herself, it seems that in 1889, trouble finally found her. The day was February 3rd. This is important because it was actually two days before her 41st birthday. A birthday that she would never make it to. On the day in question, she was spending time at a neighbor's house. This wasn't like the world that we live in today. Her neighbor's house was far enough to justify riding over on her horse, so that's what she did. When she was riding back, someone, or several someones, ambushed her. They shot her off her horse, and then they shot her again on the ground. At least... That's one version of the story. Other versions of the tale say that she was riding home from a dance and was stalked by a man that she had rejected. Some say that she was chased down by her son, who was mad because she had recently beaten him for being too rough with a horse. I don't think that her son was a young kid, just to be clear, and... Assuming he wasn't, if that is what happened, it sounds like she probably should have just, like, shot him and adopted the horse as her son instead. If she had, there's no doubt that it would have just been another wild part of her story. Several people were considered and accused of her murder, but police never actually fully confirmed who did it. Throughout her years, it seems likely that Star made a lot of enemies and that more than a few of them would have been happy to see her dead. In the end, she rode her horse to the grave following a wild life of crime. This case reminded me that not everyone who is murdered has led a normal or innocent life, and I think that certainly adds a touch of Hollywood flair to Star's story. At the age of 40, She was just another outlaw that died like so many others did. At the wrong end of a gun. So, if you would like to discuss the federal crime of stealing horses, ways to disappoint your parents, or the power move of rejecting gender norms and choosing violence, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 